Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Hi, I'm George Norrie, and welcome to the new iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Like us on Facebook, tell your friends, and share us with everyone. This is an exciting new network that will feature podcasts of the paranormal, supernatural, and the unexplained. Now please sit back and enjoy Dark Becomes Light with Heidi Hollis. Welcome to our podcast. Please be aware the thoughts and opinions expressed by the host are their thoughts and opinions only and do not reflect those of iHeartMedia, iHeartRadio, Coast to Coast AM, employees of Premier Networks, or their sponsors and associates. We would like to encourage you to do your own research and discover the subject matter for yourself. Listening to Dark Becomes Light with me, Heidi Hollis, on iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. <laughs> Guess what, guys? Today is my second anniversary show. Yes, yes, indeed. Two whole years working on the third, and hopefully many, many, many more decades to go. Um, we're young here. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, so I thought, um, you know, we'd have a, a fascinating show today, getting a little bit more personal and about things that have been learned over these past couple of years and uh, where we're headed. You guys, you know what? If you don't know where you've landed, this show is all about you, your stories, what you've experienced, what questions you have, what you've researched wherever you want to go. And I'm talking about from angels to aliens, shadow people to hat man, Bigfoot to lake monsters. I don't care what it is. We like to get these stories and break it down. And I always welcome anybody who wants to come on this show, to come on this program. But I always am very appreciative when people send over their emails and and just explain and express what it is they've experienced out there. And uh, you and I take a listen and uh, read through it carefully so we can decipher if there's any patterns, if there's something that we've heard before, wherever it's going. So don't forget to go to my main website, which is shadowfolks.com or heidihollis.com and share and tell me anything and everything out of the ordinary. Uh, What's on your mind? Was there a rumor? Is there a legend? I mean, hey, I'm all about hearing it straight from the people because where would we be without the people talking i mean seriously so many of these people that research these things have never experienced anything out of the ordinary themselves but you know as they start looking to these things they tend to experience things so it's kind of funny how that happens um but you know it's not about having somebody talk down to you and say well I'm the one with a degree and I looked into this, this and that, and I'm going to tell you what's going on. No, 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 no. That's no fun. 
Um, I know I found that quite annoying um, myself when I first started going out to learn what it was that I experienced. And, and nobody, nobody knew what I was talking about. So I was like, well, I'm in college. I'm busy working several jobs to get through school. But you know what? I'll take this one. I'll write the book on what I deemed to be called Shadow People and then Hat Man and just take a chance. I am a person of uh, taking some chances. And uh, boy, boy, oh boy, it sure wasn't easy. And, uh, you know, I take great pride in what it is that uh, I decipher, interpret and whatever it is. And it's not just my word, by the way. Um, something that uh, people tend to forget as they come up with, oh, yeah, you know, this whole alien connection to shadow people's new. No, 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 no. From the very beginning, uh, a lot of beings that myself and a college roommate experienced in college gave the information on shadow people and the hat man phenomenon. Oh, yeah. Mm hmm. That's not new. This is uh, all this information. I didn't just make it up. <laughs> It came from, you know, a source that a lot of people are kind of surprised. But, uh, but yeah, so it's been an interesting uh, couple of decades working on these topics and uh, just being painfully honest and like, psh, I'm just going to say what comes to mind and just keep it real. Um, but again, you guys, two year anniversary. Gosh, where's Heidi going with all this? <laughs> She doesn't know half the time herself, <laughs> uh, but it's all good, you know. I'm just, uh, I'm just like anybody else, just hey, living this life and uh, you know, hoping to uh, reach the right people, you know, where they're at and what it is that they're experiencing. And uh, I, I have to always keep it real with you guys. I always like sharing what's new, what's been going on, and uh, boy, oh boy boy, oh boy, am I writing a new book? Yes, I am. I have several books that are already completed that need to be published, um, but I'm writing a new one as well. And uh, what is that book about? Well, oh, you know, it's so funny. People don't realize, you know, yeah, I write on the shadow people. I write on the hat man. I write about alien stuff. Uh, but my favorite topic and most well-received book, mind you, was on my Jesus Encounters. Mm-hmm. That book is called Jesus is No Joke. And I will have you know, he didn't stop coming after that book was written. And uh, it gets it gets interesting, guys. It gets interesting because it wasn't just like, oh, wow. Wow. There goes Jesus. I mean, I, I had some really profound encounters and, and, and I was a skeptic of such things. I, I even wrote about it in my first book, The Secret War how I felt that when people claimed to see Jesus, uh, it was like, you know, people say, oh, I see a hippo in the clouds or something, you know, because it was like, oh, he's in a tree trunk. He's in a piece of toast. You know, it was stuff like that. And I'm like, at the time, I had experienced so many things. I literally said in my book, The Secret War, if Jesus were around, I think I would have seen him by now. Yeah, I know that's egotistical. That's horrible. But I, I was so overwhelmed with the things that I was experiencing and the things that kept coming at me. I was just like, is there nothing that's that's hidden anymore? But let me thank God personally that I came to my senses before I put that book out because uh, that's when he came around the first time, just before I put that book out. And I was like, Whoa, oh, oh, oh. 
And me being painfully honest, like, let me rewrite this chapter here where I just kind of poo-pooed the idea that Jesus might come around and visit people. Um, yeah, so I did. Uh, <laughs> and people, it, it's interesting because, you know, people reading that book, which I don't think it's my best uh, written work because it was my first book and I didn't go to school to be a an English literature major or anything. I, I, I'm an occupational therapist and behavioral health and other uh, physical disabilities and whatnot. Uh, So it's like, but I learned to write really fast because I had a lot of homework to do. And uh, that's how I got good at writing and just uh, (laughs) expressing myself very quickly. And and I'll tell you, this is is the gosh honest uh, truth. I would go to class and my class, (laughs) school was strict at all women's Catholic college, right? And they go, um, Okay, so everybody turn in your papers now. And I'm like, oh, snap. Didn't know there was a paper due. And I'm like, uh, so what's my highest grade if I turn it in after class? They're like, well, then your highest grade possible is a B. Ooh. And so guess what I would do? Oh, oh, I left it in my car. Let me go get it. And I would go to the computer lab and write that bad boy up and turn it in before the class is over. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, sometimes uh, being unorganized has its perks because it tightened my skills as a writer. Um, so anyways, where was I? So yes, um, so I was a skeptic of uh, Jesus encounters and things like that. And then I had my first encounter and it, it, it changed everything, you know, and uh, I was astounded by what it was that I experienced. But again, being painfully honest, I just, you know, put it out there and said, look, this, this happened to me. And, you know, it is close to Christmas. And I figure this is a great time as any to uh, bring up the topic of Jesus encounters, because I think it is absolutely fascinating, miraculous, and uh, so very cool. Because for myself, man, I, I mean, I took great pride in telling my friends, ooh, I'm not going to step foot in a church because I'll probably start on fire, though I was kidding. I believed in God at the time, okay? Um, I just, uh, you know, I had seen many UFOs. I had a lot of experiences that were really out of the ordinary, and I just like to tease my friends. Um, but, you know, I prayed every day and all that stuff. Um, but I just, uh, <laughs> it, it didn't hit me home to say, yeah. That this religion, this thing is just exactly what it should be for me. Um, I just felt like I, I needed to find other answers. And um, lo and behold, before I even really raised too many fingers to try to find answers, I had my first encounter with Jesus that just blew me away. It changed everything. My whole uh, angle of thoughts of, of things. And, and I have memories of before being born. And I'm I'm not like, oh, I got hypnotized and who is what I recall. No, 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 no. Much, much more profound than that. And I've spoke about it several times here on this program. But whew, um, seeing Jesus took the cake. There, there was nothing, even remember before I was born, nothing more profound than seeing him and knowing like, no, no, knowing it was him. It is him. Okay. Um, and it's like, you know, people often try to get into uh, the details. Like, well, did you test the spirit? <laughs> did you say, hey, <laughs> don't, you're, you're not him or something. It's like, uh, whew. I tell people I could have been blind and seen it was him. 
because every cell screamed his name. Every cell in my body. I didn't know my cells had anything to say, but they sure did say his name. So, um, yeah, that um, that changed my whole perspective on a lot of things. And uh, so I've been writing book two, essentially, though I may call it something else, uh, to kind of round up the visitations I had with him. That's the new book I'm writing on. Um, not giving out the title or anything right now, but I'll tell you, it's pretty close to being done. And wow, is it overdue, okay? Um, because really, really, really shook up so much for myself. And I'll talk a little bit more about that after the break. But uh, yeah, so I wanted to I wanted to share a little bit about what's going on for this episode, my second year anniversary show. And uh, again, thank you guys for supporting the program and making it successful and uh, having a good old time here on Coast to Coast, you know, with iHeartRadio. It's been so fascinating to have the privilege. I mean, I don't know about you guys, but I started off you know, listening to the program. You know, this whole big wave of, of entertainment in, in the paranormal realm started with Coast to Coast. And then to be a host with the network, I mean... <laughs> Goosebumps. Goosebumps every time. Every time. I'm just, I'm so thrilled, thankful, grateful, and uh, moving forward. I, I, I think uh, I think there's a lot more to, to happen, and uh, I think you may be surprised, as I always am. All right, you guys, we're going to get to our first break. You are listening to Dark Becomes Light with me, Heidi Hollis, on iHeartRadio at Coast to Coast AM, Paranormal Podcast Network. Stick around. We'll be back. I'm Scott Weinberger, journalist and former deputy sheriff. In my new podcast series, Cold-Blooded, The Apollo Jim Murders, I'm embedded in the cold case investigation into the death of firefighter Billy Halper. Just a shame, you know, that they took him from us. Experience this investigation in a truly unique way, knocking on doors, uncovering new evidence, including the DNA of a potential killer. Uh, my name is Danny Smith. I'm a detective uh, with Miramar Police Department. This is Scott Weinberger. We're actually reopening an old case, and your name came up. Untangling secrets that may reveal the answers to not only one murder, but almost a dozen. I thought they were going to kill me, so I kept my mouth shut, and I didn't say anything. All these years, I didn't say anything. Listen to Cold-Blooded, The Apollo Jim Murders on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, 
start having sex and then he's very vulnerable so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back. You are listening to Dark Becomes Light with me, Heidi Hollis, on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. It's my second year anniversary, and I am celebrating by getting a little bit cozy and more personal. It's around Christmas time, so everybody snuggle up and get comfy with me. <laughs> because, oh, it is just, uh, it's been a magical couple of years, and I was speaking to some projects that I'm working on right now, one being a very personal book, uh, following up my book, Jesus, No Joke, that was based on some really, truly unexpected uh, encounters that I had with Jesus. I mean, I was total skeptic about that. I was a total skeptic. I mean, just no way, Jose, would that be something that uh, happens in the world today, you know, and uh, had to eat those words gladly over and over again, because he didn't just come once, didn't come twice. And and it wasn't like uh, constant occurrences. And, um, you know, I guess one of the things that I'm going to share, like some of the some of the things why I was a bit skeptical of people who claim to have seen Jesus. I mean, it was uh, they're selling tickets to look at like a, a tree trunk in their backyard or something like, Ooh, come take a look, uh, something like that. Or the tree spoke to them because of that, you know, and I just, I couldn't understand it. I really, really honestly could not. I'm like, how and why would Jesus come like that? You know, like we're looking for a second coming, not an appearance in, on, a, on a tree. Um, you know, there's a lot of things that I've seen that look or resemble to appear one way or another. You know what I mean? And uh, I get a lot of emails with photos or, or messages and it's a tree line. Okay. And people are like, do you see it? Do you see what I see? And I'm like, I see a tree line. It's like, don't you see the Bigfoot? Huh? Don't you see the, the, the alien face peeking out? What? It's so hard. I mean, I could, I can make it a lot of things, but you know, I go more with 
people's feeling, their gut, did they hear something that they feel like they're being watched? You know, sometimes the, the, the photographs that come out, it's hard to take the word of what's being presented because people really like to mess with others on these topics. And it's not like they want to do it nicely. No, no, they want to make a fool out of everybody. And I realize most people reaching out to me are just honest people who thought they caught something on camera. And I'm like, Ooh, I personally don't see it. And I'm not a good judge of that. Um, did you experience something? Did you feel like something was chasing you? Did you see a light come up from there? You know, like the extraordinary stories that come along with it are more believable to me than a photo. And and I swear to you, because it's like, it's more, how can I say, I could feel that I could feel their honesty, the expression of their words. Like, you know, I had a conversation with my dad and he's just thought I was nuts. And, you know, it's not these long drawn out conversations usually. Um, but just to the point and they feel isolated. But, uh, you know, getting back to my my story in regards to Jesus encounters and how uh, some people, including myself, absolutely skeptical of such things. And I titled my book Jesus, no joke, because I kept repeating that like, whoa, whoa, Jesus, no joke. He's real, everybody like he. Oh, my goodness. You know, I, I witnessed him like me. Me, the skeptic, unbelievable. And uh, it, it's it's just been absolutely so um, magical ever since being in this world, taking a look at things and things that people have experienced and um, having those really hard conversations too. Like people tell me, well, why, why did he come to you? Like, what makes you so special? I'm like, oh, I never said it was. You know, I, I believe he could come to anybody. Um, over the years, I've found that, no, he doesn't, um, but he can if he wants to. He's Jesus. Why not? <laughs> you know, it's like, I I don't uh, uh, propose to have any certain, um, I don't know, special target painted on me to say, hey, come on over this way. I know you'll come this way before you go to the next person. And then there's those tough com- conversations with people that... Uh, have said, well, why didn't he heal my son? He was young and he died of cancer or something because I personally have had healings and I have no words. I'm like, I, I believe he could. I believe that people have different purposes at different times. Um, I don't think that we can always make sense of it. But uh, something my dad would always tell me, well, you're not going to get out of this life alive. And it's like, you know what? You're onto something there. The mortality rate on this planet is 100%, okay? 100% if you stick around long enough. You are not going to make it. What a strange predicament. And we're always puzzled as to why it happens. You know what I mean? It's like people don't question their reality until, until it's down to the wire. Like, oh no, oh no, oh no, oh no, here it comes, you know as if it was never anticipated, like it, it never quite feels right. You know, it never quite feels right. Why is that? Why is that? Hmm. It's a lot of questions. And uh, I think that there are answers out there. I think that there are some that I hope to touch on in uh, the book that I'm writing right now that I hope to have out pretty soon, actually. Um, And nobody has all the answers. If somebody says they do, run! run. Just just put on the track shoes and take off because uh, 
that is really, mm-mm. no, I, I just don't understand when people feel that high and mighty that they can speak with authority like that. Like, I know. It's like, no, no, I bet you don't. <laughs> I bet you, I bet you don't. Um, <laughs> so I don't know. So yeah, it's, it's uh, definitely been a pleasure and uh, privilege to have had the encounters that I have. And, you know, to try to put it through another filter as to why something doesn't happen to another person or, or does to um, this person, you know, it, it's just, it's a conflict. I mean, I get it. I get it. Um, but when I put that book together, I didn't hesitate to say, yeah, I'm that same person that talks about aliens, too. <laughs> and uh, it's like, oh, 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 hold on. How are you speaking about these things? And uh, what are you trying to say that you saw Jesus in a ship or something? UFO? I said, I never said that. Never seen him in a ship. Nope. Um, you know, does he fly in one? Who knows? I think he could go anywhere he wants <laughs> if he wanted to. <laughs> um, so I, I'm just saying we can have these conversations and realize aliens exist as well as Jesus and God being in charge. Okay. Um, I know that there are a lot of negative beings out in the universe. And uh, just as there are a lot of horrible people on this planet. But I also know there's a lot of positive out there in the universe. And a lot of good people on this planet. Hmm. Night and day. Right? Dark becomes light. Okay. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's like, Why? Because God made it that way, right? And we have like this yin and yang going on in ourselves. And and I tell you why I'm speaking to this right now, too. Because again, I get so many emails of people who are like, wow, the devil just came in the door. And, um, you know, I don't know what to do. And it's like, what? You can't acknowledge that darkness without the light. So, and I'm trying to talk to this right now because uh, there's a lot of people out there dealing with some crazy stuff. But because of what a man might have done or said or or spun a story about what it is to have faith, they are um, just opposed to it. I mean, wow. Uh, so I'm trying to speak to the folks and to anybody else. Hey, how's it going? Uh, <laughs> on these topics, uh, because the struggle is real, people. We do not have to be perfect in our understandings of what is evil, how is something appearing to us, how something is able to walk through a wall that flew on a ship and pulled us through the wall as well. Talking about alien abductions. Um, Talking about uh, angelic encounters. You see a sphere of light and it transform into somebody in a white robe or a past loved one. Like, how is this possible? Like, we are so... In this concrete world of, of, I can knock on wood here. It's right there. I can play my video games. It's right there. But if you think about how how images are transmitted into holograms and, and the technology that we have today, that's kind of miraculous, isn't it? It's like, I don't know how that thing works. But it is understandable by some. So trust that there are some people who understand how an alien could walk through the wall or how a sphere of light can have your loved one appear in it, okay? It is true. I have spoken to somebody who indicated how 
some government folks, imagine this, government people coming to their home with something that resembled and worked very much uh, like a, a recorder to hear voices in the ear, like electronic voice phenomenon. Absolutely. Government, okay? They are aware. So that seems that they must be aware of spiritual matters, but they're keeping it to themselves, all right? My friend Nick Redfern speaks in one of his books about how government folks were being absolutely haunted, terrorized by something demonic connected to the UFO alien phenomenon and sought help. They are aware of these connections, okay? So if they're aware, I mean, they sought help on the higher plane of of help, okay? God help. Um, (laughs) So if they're aware... We're behind, aren't we? Because we're still sitting here twiddling our thumbs wondering if we got a a, a soul as these dark things, shadow people, hat man, and negative beings prey upon people. And the emails pile up, 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 up. And there's people who put out the wrong message about these things I've been talking about for so long. So people let their guard down so they can be taken advantage of. And no, 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 no. So that's why I want to spend my two-year anniversary talking about these things. We're going to talk about faith, the other F word. Mm-hmm. Just go to theotherfword.com and you'll be able to follow along. Okay, you guys, you are listening to Dark Becomes Light with me, Heidi Hollis, on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Stick around. We've got- I'm Scott Weinberger, journalist and former deputy sheriff. In my new podcast series, Cold-Blooded, The Apollo Jim Murders, I'm embedded in the cold case investigation into the death of firefighter Billy Halper. It's just a shame, you know, that they took him from us. Experience this investigation in a truly unique way, knocking on doors, uncovering new evidence, including the DNA of a potential killer. Uh, my name is Danny Smith. I'm a detective uh, with Miramar Police Department. This is Scott Weinberger. We're actually reopening an old case, and your name came up. Untangling secrets that may reveal the answers to not only one murder, but almost a dozen. I thought they were going to kill me, so I kept my mouth shut, and I didn't say anything. All these years, I didn't say anything. Listen to Cold-Blooded, The Apollo Jim Murders, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex and then he's very vulnerable so you can kill him easily. 
To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I used to have so many men. How this beguiling woman in her 50s... She looked like a million bucks. ...with zero qualifications... She had a Harvard plaque. ...tricks her way past a wall of lawyers and agents. She's got all of these Maseratis and Bentleys all in the driveway. Is it like a mansion? Yes, it's a mansion. ...that this queen of the con uses to scam some of the biggest names in professional sports out of untold fortunes. About six million. Approximately eleven million dollars. Nearly ten million dollars was all gone. Employing whatever means necessary to bleed her victims dry. She would probably have sex with one of her clients. Hide your money in your old rich man, because <laughs> she is on the prowl. Listen to Queen of the Con, season five, The Athlete Whisperer, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back. You are listening to Dark Becomes Light with me, Heidi Hollis, on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Trying to mix it up there a little bit. <clears throat> up and down, up and down with the voice. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I was having a good time. It's my two-year anniversary here on Dark Becomes Light on Coast to Coast AM's Podcast Network. It is such a privilege. I'm having a blast. Having a blast. Are you guys having a good time? Send me something purple. It's my favorite color. All right. Um, so anyways, I'm just... Um, <laughs> I'm so I am purple obsessed. I admit it. I admit it. You know, it's so strange. I come from a large family. And um, when you come from a large family, I'm going to tell you something. <laughs> there are things that you cannot claim to be something you like. Okay, This that sounds weird. But even in your mind, okay, so like, yeah, there, there could be a toy that, okay, I like this. This is my thing. Okay, all right. Um, but my favorite color is always purple. But no, no, no. I had an older sister who said that was her color. I had to pick another one. And I was like, darn, I had to pick another color? <laughs> and so for the longest time, uh, everybody thought my favorite color was totally something else. Because as a kid, I couldn't speak it. I couldn't speak purple was my favorite color. <laughs> I don't know why I'm sharing that now, but there, it just had to be said. So it's hilarious, you know, as an adult, and actually uh, one of my sisters bought me something. I think she, I think they, uh, I think it was pink or something I said was my favorite color or red. Ugh, I just am not into those colors. And, uh, <laughs> and, and they gave me this color thing. And I was like, what? Why did you pick that color? Because it's your favorite. Huh? Who? What? Oh, you don't you don't know my adult story about purple. Okay, so anyways, I'm just I'm totally off track. It's my second year anniversary, so I guess I could do this, huh? Um, so, <laughs> so anyways, you guys, I was talking about a very important topic that um all year long it it, it comes to the surface in my head um because so many people are not okay with where they stand and how they feel about. I don't know, having faith, knowing that God is real. Um, this whole, uh, 
<sighs> Fascination with the paranormal. Dark, get scared. Ask more questions, get scared again. Run, hide. Experience something absolutely horrific in their home. Call it the devil and never call upon something positive to fight it. Instead, they'll call a paranormal team who's looking to film it and catch it. And luckily, a lot of paranormal teams are now aiming to help people. Um, I don't always understand the methodology. Everybody's got different ways of um, clearing things. And oftentimes, it does not work. It's just kind of like an exorcism. You know, in the movies, they're like, I command you to leave. And, ooh, they're cured. The demon left. Was that in reality? No. No, no. It could take years to exorcise a demon out of somebody. Mm -hmm. Just... uh, uh, read the books. <laughs> the movies are not uh, accurate. Um, they oftentimes cause a lot of harm. I mean, people can die during an exorcism. Um, I know somebody who was perfectly fine. And somebody, uh, a visiting pastor, saw them and said, Ooh, you're gifted. You're possessed by the devil. And performed an exorcism for days on that person. And I'm talking about absolutely uh, confined them. And and they had a nervous breakdown. I mean, the things that people do and put through their filters of what God would want. I just, I can't imagine. The, the Jesus that I met and the look on his face or feeling on, uh, from him. What would come from him about these these antics that mankind has placed? To be so, um, you know, and, and something I, I also think is is interesting too. And you know, it's to each their own. People experience things differently. But um, after I had my encounter with uh, Jesus, the first one, even and many more after that, I was like, "Whoa, <laughs> what what have other people experienced? Like, what did he tell them? You know, and, and just kind of searching and looking, trying to find answers. And boy." Some of these books are really lengthy. Like, Jesus had a full-on conversation. Like, I, I just was blown away. Like, even as a human being, I don't think I could memorize everything that was said like that. I mean, it's just really detailed. Like, like he sat down and allowed you to type it or write it down and catch up. I, I just, I was amazed. Um, but for me, no. Um, he, he spoke, and it was very much like inscribing on my mind and my soul more than with my ears fully at times, though he did distinctly and directly say certain things to me. Uh, but I sure couldn't have dictated all that. I just, um, yeah, I mean, but that was the first time where he had a lot more to say and I was so blown away. I didn't pay attention. I was myself being, really distracted and like this is happening i was <laughs> i was pinching hitting my 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 leg going what is going you are here this is happening and and then i realized the ground was really close to me and i'm like oh, i'm on my knees i don't even remember going on my knees but anyways uh long stories <laughs> but um yeah so i mean i i had these experiences that really shook and and change so much for me in my understandings. Um, and, you know, I always hope that people can realize that the reality of God, Jesus being around, being around to be helpful, mind you, in the case of something negative 
approaching you or living in your home absolutely works. Absolutely works. This is why uh, when I tell people, if you experience something that's in your home and you want to protect yourself, I I will send you the blessing that I I tell people to do in their home to clear it out. And um, it's worked for such a long time for so many people. I'm humbled to be of of help. So I say, uh, go to my Facebook group that's called Shadow People and Hat Man Experiencer. And I have it pinned there. Or if you write me through shadowfolks.com, I will email it to you. Um, So don't hesitate to, you know, let me know. I talk about it here so much. I don't want to bore people with all the details of how do you go through and bless your home and keep yourself safe from these things. Um, And it's like that, that thing in the Bible that says, all you need is the faith the size of a mustard seed and you can move a mountain. And, and that's all you need. Like people are like, oh, I don't know if I could do a blessing because I'm not really, I'm not believing strongly enough in God. It's like, can you, can you believe itty bitty because it'll work. And uh, so that's why I tried to instill that. And, and so I have the website, the other F word.com. I did a, a kid's book. I'm a cartoonist as well. Check out uh, the Outlanders comic um, on Instagram and uh, or or dot com it, it it's all paranormal and fun i just you know but so i did this this um kids book it's a big book it's kind of like the wimpy kid book series with all the book lines and stuff had a good old time and i know i've talked about it here on the show but i did this book for kids i wanted to like kind of build them up to you know if you experience something out of the ordinary and uh, how you approach it and i'm like oh hold on i can't just encourage kids to look into these things like all crazy, you know, without any kind of preparation. So I did this book that talked about their faith first. So before they took that step into understanding the odd things that can go on in this world, they needed to have a good faith base. So I did uh, the Fickle Finders book. Um, so it's ficklefinders.com as well. I got that on there. And it's not like... Um, I don't know. I just was having fun, but also keeping it honest and did a, a, what do you call a lesson plan in the back. So, you know, school, school, Sunday school teachers can practice this uh, faith thing and and parents uh, give it to their kids, you know, that type of thing. And I expected to hear from a bunch of kids, you know, Um, but no. I heard from adults. (laughs) I heard from adults. Wow, this is amazing. This really helped me get my faith back. Thanks a lot. I mean, one after another. I was like, whoa. So I decided to do an adult book version of it. And so it's called The Other F Word, How to Find Faith and Laugh at Yourself While Trying. So I wanted to get people to get to uh, recognize themselves. There's like different cartoony steps, you know, Uh, (laughs) I was being silly. (laughs) And, uh, you know, how people make their attempts at faith and how it's like, oh, my uncle died. I'm going to go to church and really pray really hard today because God's got to hear this because I'm in a lot of pain today, you know, and then they disappear or uh, they go to that out of the way church. <laughs> That's way out on a country road because nobody will recognize you and, and really get down into it, you know, and uh, and then never go back. It's these types of odd things that people do. And, and I'm not uh, I don't go to a church. I'm not a Bible thumper. I'm, I'm Christian. And um, just trying to get people to get comfortable with that. And uh, there's something I want to speak to that, actually, about 
being assumed to be anything but Christian. And I'll talk about that in the next segment, because that has been an interesting battle. Um, (laughs) But, you know, so I wanted to get people to recognize themselves, see themselves in a step of uh, getting to understand their faith and to take the next step and laugh at yourself because we all will fall down, get back up, fall down, get back up. But this is the human way. Okay, don't be so hard on yourselves, guys. Okay, it's like, well, obviously, I must have invited this demonic thing to come into my home. No, no, nobody deserves that. Yeah, sure, there's some people that are playing Ouija boards and and uh, having fun with a little witchcraft, you know, because nothing's negative with that. Um, (laughs) And then they wonder why they get these things. And and it's like, look, but should they be sent to to hell for it or to have something demonic trying to rip their soul out of their bodies called Batman? No, I don't think that it is earned. But, you know, sometimes you have to backtrack and clear up the, the tracks that you left walking into that dark tunnel. So just do it. Have a tiny little bit of faith and do the blessing that you'll find on my website, the Facebook group, or email. Okay? All right, you guys, we're going to get to the next and final break. And I'm going to talk about something that always comes up when it comes to Christianity, New Age, paranormal, UFOs. I mean, oh boy, it's it's been an interesting ride. All right, you guys, you are listening to Dark Becomes Life with me, Heidi Hollis, on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. I'm Scott Weinberger, journalist and former deputy sheriff. In my new podcast series, Cold-Blooded, The Apollo Jim Murders, I'm embedded in the cold case investigation into the death of firefighter Billy Halper. It's just a shame, you know, that they took him from us. Experience this investigation in a truly unique way, knocking on doors, uncovering new evidence, including the DNA of a potential killer. Uh, my name is Danny Smith. I'm a detective uh, with Miramar Police Department. This is Scott Weinberger. We're actually reopening an old case, and your name came up. Untangling secrets that may reveal the answers to not only one murder, but almost a dozen. I thought they were going to kill me, so I kept my mouth shut, and I didn't say anything. All these years, I didn't say anything. Listen to Cold-Blooded, The Apollo Jim Murders on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex and then he's very vulnerable so you can kill him easily to die for is available now listen for free on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts
I used to have so many men. How this beguiling woman in her 50s. She looked like a million bucks. With zero qualifications. She had a Harvard plaque. Tricks her way past a wall of lawyers and agents. She's got all of these Maseratis and Bentleys all in the driveway. Is it like a mansion? Yes, it's a mansion. That this queen of the con uses to scam some of the biggest names in professional sports out of untold fortunes. About six million. Approximately $11 million. Nearly $10 million was all gone employing whatever means necessary to bleed her victims dry. She would probably have sex with one of her clients. Hide your money in your old rich man, because <laughs> she is on the prowl. Listen to Queen of the Con, Season 5, The Athlete Whisperer, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back. You are listening to Dark Becomes Light with me, Heidi Hollis, on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network for my <laughs> second year anniversary. Yes, everybody, moving into the third year. Mm-hmm. Yes, I'm very excited. Thank you all for your support. And, uh, you know, I, I think that we have a very bright future. Mm, I think it's... Uh, I think it's going to keep on moving in the right direction because it was meant to. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and, you know, I have to tell you guys, really, really appreciate uh, the emails and the confidence that you guys give my way to just to lend some insight. You know, I'm not a, an expert of sorts. Uh, I think a lot of times that gets tossed around. People are like, oh, don't say expert. There's one arena I will say I am in. Shadow people hat man expert. Mm-hmm. I think if you name something and tell the world about it, you get that title. <laughs> but I think I'm the only one. Um, <laughs> I mean, all the others are just trying their best, trying their best to grab at it. But um, it's a really strange world out there. I don't get it. Um, <laughs> I watch people take notes when I'm talking sometimes. And I'm like, is this going to end up in a film so this going to be on a TV show and say you did that? Oh, it's so, oh, I don't even know what to tell you guys. Just so agonizing sometimes. And I know I talk about it here too much sometimes. So I'm just like, and, and, and usually if I bring it up, it's because something happened. I'm just not telling you what it is. Okay. All right. Okay. Make note, make note. <laughs> uh, but um, I got to tell you guys, there's something that keeps coming up. And I remember way back when, when I first started with my uh, website called UFO, the number two, the letter U.com. So UFO to you.com. And it was one of the top UFO alien uh, websites out there. Be and how do I know that? <laughs> because people would vote it to be there. And I had some really cool graphics, things not usually seen online. And, uh, you know, it was, I had a website before a lot of people did. And so I had a, had a good time with it. And, and people would send me the most incredible bits of information and things that they experienced. And one of them, I'll never forget, it's like, hey, Heidi, we're doing it. More people believe in UFOs and aliens than they believe in God. And I was like, skirt, what? Oh, no then we're doing something wrong. Why, why would I think that's okay? 
I mean, it doesn't make sense to me. It's like a, a rumor dies after a while, but the thought and idea and evidence of there being a creator, a God, uh, and then having experienced what I have, where I know I don't, I don't question or doubt my memories or my eyeballs that I use every day to do a lot of regular tasks and I don't miss a beat. I'm not going to suddenly think I'm hallucinating. Um, so I, I like to think that this rumor of a God or Jesus being around is real. And I'm, I'm 100% confident of that. So it's disheartening when people would think to approach me. And, uh, you know, I'm pretty open to say, you know, I'm Christian and my beliefs fall more in that direction, right? So, and I'm not, ex- not kidding when I say my, um, several of my closest friends are Muslim and Jewish. It's all good, you know, uh, it's like good people, love them. And, uh, you know, I have my, my beliefs, they have theirs. And, um, you know, people like, oh, you shouldn't tolerate such things. It's like, I'm not here to beat anybody over the head. It, it, if people have questions, I'll, I'll let them know where I stand. Uh, I also have friends that are in Wicca. Um, you know, it's like, I'm not into that personally. There's a lot of things I'm not into, but a lot of people put their, their belief systems where they put them. The only time that something comes up and kind of rubs me a little bit the wrong way, uh, you know, I'll get into some conversations with, with a lot of different people. It's like, oh yes, I know where you're coming from. I'm, I'm right there on the same page. And, uh, I, I've had, oh, so many, I can't even tell you guys every day. Every day I have connections with people and I'll chat with them online and I'll get into these wonderful conversations with people. And they're like, I totally get where you're coming from. And it's like, oh yeah. And I, I uh, dabble a little bit in this and a little bit in that as well. And I'm like, and they assume I'm the same. So I think the assumption when people think, um, because I have a knowledge base on um, some of these different ideas of faith or belief systems that I am also part of them. And that couldn't be further from the truth. <laughs> and, uh, you know, just like when you know, the person sent me that that study, like, all oh, right, we're doing it. We're getting people to believe in aliens more than God. I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. Um, you know, and it's, and, and having the, the standpoint that I do and being Christian, um, you know, it, having friends that are into these different ideas and beliefs, I'm okay. All right. I'm okay. (laughs) It's like, they're not pushing on to me. I'm not pushing on to them. You know, uh, it's all good in the hood. Um, it's just, it's so different when you're somebody who, who's pretty good with where they're at and their beliefs and, and you get into these friendly chats and, uh, they're like, Oh yeah. So yeah. So anyway, so I was doing tarot the other day and, and it's like, I know you're, you're familiar and, and you do do that type of thing too. Like, like it's assumed I'm in a, whoa, it's like, I know of it, but I am, I do not partake. <laughs> so, um, I, I, I think, uh, and what I'm talking about this here today too, is for people to know just cause you got that knowledge. Does not mean that, uh, you have to bash anybody for what they believe to be true for themselves. I don't do that. Um, but I, and, and I also hope that people respect, I don't understand and can't relate always, uh, you know, to their practices. And it's like, uh, 
please don't fit me in that category, you know, or assume I'm in that category where I'm cool with practicing it. <laughs> you know, it's like I wouldn't, I wouldn't suspect uh, or or encourage my my friends that I know where they stand in their religion and say, and don't forget to say all your prayers in Jesus' name. I would love for people to do that, but I'm not going to say it or assume they'll just do it, you know, like, oh, yeah, so I'm da- going to dabble a little bit in some witchcraft, but you and I are cool, right? You know, right now, you're going to do some witchcraft. I-, I would like to leave, please. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Okay, I hope I'm being clear. It's like uh, I get that. I get that. I get that a lot, and and uh, various types of um, conversations, and and I just don't know why. I don't know why. And um, again, it's like I I am for people on their path to understanding. Go for it. You know, um, I am where I am, and I'm good. I, 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 I'm good. <laughs> uh, so yeah, and and of course, there's this big push of understanding. Like, oh well, our ancient evidence shows that we are gods. We create our reality, and uh, you know, I think that there's something to be said about the human potential. There are things that we can do, but to say I started this mystery? Oh no, no. Uh, I believe there's a creator and I reference him as God. Uh, Jesus is very close as well, you know, and uh, I just don't understand um, the banging of fists and saying, well, you're so silly to believe in such a thing. Like I would never put somebody down for what they believe to be true. Never. Uh Uh-uh. That's not my place. If they ask me questions, I'll share if I feel so moved to speak about something, I will, you know, but it's, again, it's not to beat anybody over the head. So, and I have to tell you guys, I get a lot of really positive uh, <laughs> uh, emails and messages from, from you guys that are listening, telling me, you know, I tuned into your show to listen to some spooky stuff and I heard about Jesus and um, it was all good. I mean, you weren't really bashing and you weren't smashing and you weren't, you know, it's like, oh, okay, great. I'm glad. I'm trying to create a a, a good balance. And because it's my two-year anniversary here on the network, I thought I would just address some of these things, what I'm working on and yeah, where I, I kind of stand because of people just uh, just assume uh, I'm practicing all of these different things I'm talking about. Like, nope, no, no. <laughs> you do? Wow, that's a it's amazing. I don't know how you would do all that. I am able to write books on everything from shadow people, aliens, angel encounters, Jesus encounters, because I have experienced all those different things. I don't have to mush it into make it a uh, one. Uh, religion or something, you know, I I see where they correlate, how they connect. There are always connections, there's patterns to it. And there's reasons to why so many of us are are sitting here on the edge of their seat, watching something happen, and able to acknowledge it and, and still have their their faith-based beliefs, okay, and be all right, like like myself. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I thought I'd get a little bit personal today and talk on these things and uh, just keep it real. Um, 
Yeah, we're all a, a mixed bag, aren't we? <laughs> this human mixed bag of water walking around, figuring out this universe and uh, keeping it real on the level. That's all I know how to do. And uh, I hope I encourage you guys, using myself as an example, um, <laughs> to, to just, I don't know, be comfortable where you stand and why you stand. And uh, if you lean one way or the other, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm happy to call you a uh, human family. All right. Um, and I think that God is quite the artist in creating what we have here. All right. You guys, don't forget, go to HeidiHollis.com or ShadowFolks.com and tell me your stories. Give as much detail as you'd like. And if you want to email over a photo or something, or drawing, uh, just send it on over to HeidiHollis at Gmail. And don't forget to also go to Instagram and follow me at one Heidi Hollis or on Twitter or Facebook. It's all got a one in front of it. And at the Outlanders comic. That is my paranormal comic strip. I have a good old time doing that. And uh, yeah, so I hope you guys enjoy this holiday season. I am going to have a most merry of Christmases because... <laughs> Wow, we got a white Christmas, don't we? <laughs> All right, you guys. This has been a really candid and honest conversation. I hope you appreciate it. I hope that also that you'll be sticking around for many, many, many more years to come. Second year anniversary. Woo. Yeehaw. All right. You have been enjoying a good show, I think, right? <laughs> All right. You've been listening to Dark Becomes Light with me, Heidi Hollis, on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. We'll see you next time. Stay safe, everybody. God bless. Well, if you liked this edition of Dark Becomes Light, wait till you hear the next one. You've been listening to the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. I'm Scott Weinberger, journalist and former deputy sheriff. In my new podcast series called Blooded, I'm embedded in the cold case investigation into the death of firefighter Billy Halpern. Experience this investigation in a truly unique way, untangling secrets that may reveal the answers to not only one case, but almost a dozen. Listen to Cold Blooded, The Apollo Jim Murders on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. I used to have so many men. How this beguiling woman in her 50s... She looked like a million bucks. ...scams a bunch of famous athletes out of untold fortunes... Nearly $10 million was all gone. It's just unbelievable. Hide your money in your old rich men, because <laughs> she is on the prowl. Listen to Queen of the Con, Season 5, The Athlete Whisperer, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.